Welcome back to another episode of Rent Free with Tech Supreme. It is I, Tech Supreme, and I'm wearing a kimono, and I feel real fresh and real fly about it. And, you know, uh, I normally don't record this late at night. It is after 10 p.m. Normally, I'm in bed by now, but it's Saturday night, and since I didn't get to it this week, I figured I would do it now, you know, just because. So, uh, welcome back to the podcast, episode 34, like I said, and let's just hop right into it. Now, um, we got back from New Orleans last week. Uh, It it was a magical trip, had a blast. I suggest for anyone who goes to New Orleans to 100% get a hotel on Bourbon Street. Even if you like don't see yourself going to Bourbon Street a lot, you're just in the middle of action. It's so much fun. It it just makes the trip so much more just uh, entertaining. I I enjoyed it many nights sitting on the balcony and just kind of watching people, doing doing a lot of people watching and uh, without being in the middle of the chaos. It was it was perfect. And we actually saved a ton of money because we just bought bottles of alcohol and like didn't really go to like a shit ton of bars. Of course, we did go to bars. Uh, we did listen to live music. But for the most part, I mean, that balcony life was was that's where it's at. Uh, so we stayed at the, the Sheraton Four Points on Bourbon. I, I highly recommend it. Um, I did notice because I, I never since we never stayed on Bourbon Street before, you never really understand uh, like the uh, the crowds so much so to speak and saturday night was definitely the craziest night sunday was little little less crazy but still crazy and then like monday and uh tuesday were definitely like slower but you can tell tuesday that it was ramping up for like the next wave of of tourists because it's a tourist like bourbon street's tourist right you just you know it's tourist spot like everyone there is a tourist except for the people like performing and the people who actually obviously work there we got some crazy good recommendations of places to go to eat um just to recap some of the places of course we went to aaron rose which we actually spent um my birthday at aaron rose for hours and i had it was one of my favorite times in new orleans because like i love dive bars i love aaron rose uh big al was our, our our bartender and he was he was amazing he was great he was it was wonderful um i went to toots meadery which is um isaac toops who is a chef has his own restaurant and um i discovered him on youtube I f- he doesn't have a youtube channel per se but i think i've seen him on like other like the major like food ones and this is the second time i've gone to his restaurant and i loved it it was amazing um we'll see we went to uh only only bad food i had was really chicken now really may's chicken is closed because of a fire so we couldn't get that um but one uh i think sunday my wife was asleep because she had a lot of fun and uh, the other person I was with, Christian, she had l- went to her room, um, just getting settled in, because that was her first day there. Uh, so I walked down on Bourbon Street and got to Willie's Chicken, and I'm, I fucked up because I didn't get any sauces or anything, and it was super mid. It just wasn't, it wasn't fire, but of course, Mambo's was always on point. We love that place. It was really great to see, like, the bartender that was at Mambo's was the same one from a couple years ago. I mean, that's just let you know how, you know, uh, consistent these places are because like they just it's just it's it works um <clears throat> excuse me uh let's see um 
one of the sleeper places that we got a recommendation to go to, and I forgot what a bartender told us to go here was uh, St. John. I think it was the, the, the bartender Mambo told us to go there. That place was fantastic. Uh, if it's in French Quarter, kind of close to the French market, so if you ever get a chance, go there. Um, man, everything was really oh Morrow's. <sighs> Morrow's was that was that gas. Their oysters was fire. The fried chicken was fire. Um, Kristen got the uh, the gumbo ramen that looked amazing. Um, I forgot what my wife had, um, but yeah, it was it was on point. Morrow's was just on point. Um, even Oceana Grill, we went there for breakfast. That was absolutely gas. Uh, shout out to Tom. He gave us a list of recommendations, and it was so many things on his list, and it was like our, our last full day there. Um, but we ended up doing one of them that on Wednesday to kill time. Our flight wasn't until the evening. So we ended up taking the uh, the streetcar. Uh, we got the jazz pass on the on the streetcars and took St. Charles one all the way down and back. And that was just cool to get out of the, the French Quarter and actually see New Orleans and see like uptown and um, the, the, the Loyola University and the other one, which I forget because I'm not from there. Why would I know it off the top of my head? But that was really cool to see New Orleans. So if, if you get a chance to do that, it's like three bucks for a full day pass, 24 hour pass. You really can't go wrong. Uh, that was fantastic. So this was probably one of my favorite trips. Like I've been there four times, I think. Um, but this is up there. This this trip was up there with like how fantastic it was. And it was just a good time. It was perfect. The vibes were immaculate. It, it was definitely on point. Um, so looking forward to the next one It's going to, the way I operate, I can't go to New Orleans that many times. I'll probably go next few years from now, and it'll probably be like in the fall. Uh, I might do another Halloween joint because I've, I've been there twice for Halloween, and that's a great, crazy time. I do want to go during actual Mardi Gras. Uh, you know, I, I that, it gets crazy for that, and, and that's um, actually not a Bourbon Street thing. I mean, of course, Bourbon Street's crazy packed, but like I want to go see like the parades, which they don't have parades in French Quarter. I don't know if you guys knew that or not, but. Um, at any rate, moving on, New Orleans trip was fire. You know, that's just like, you can't go wrong. Um, my next topic is going to be the NBA trades. You know, I'm a sports fanatic. You know, I got the Knicks joint on uh, under the kimono. Um, I'm probably saying it wrong. So, but, um, you know, a lot of things have happened in the NBA. Right now, I kind of still feel like the big ones haven't happened yet. Um, Patty Mills to the Hawks today. Um, and then Oklahoma City gets Ty Ty Washington, Usman Garuba, and Rudy Gay, which is a dub. Oklahoma City, they got a building, they're building a team over there. And I think they're gonna, you know, they're gonna get better. I think Atlanta Hawks is a dub too, because Patty Mills, I mean, I like Patty Mills a lot. And him backing up Trey Young is gonna be dope. I'm not gonna talk about sports too much because I don't know how many people actually look like watch sports like I do. Like I watch a lot of basketball. Um, I'm surprised that Grant Williams got traded to the Dallas Mavericks. That was crazy. Um, Kenya Martin Jr. got traded, which, you know, if you if you're a nineties NBA fan like I was, then you already know about uh, his dad, Kenya Martin from the Nets, which, you know, I'm a secret in the closet fucking Nets fan. Um, cause when I grew up in New Jersey, it was either Nets or Knicks and I chose Knicks cause Nets would, they were good. They was okay. Like Derek Coleman and, um, uh, you know, uh, the Jason Kidd era, Vince Carter, Richard Jefferson, all those guys. And then eventually Kenya Martin, um, Let's see, Obi Toppin, that's crazy. The Knicks got rid of Obi Toppin. But they, Obi Toppin had a, a falling out with Tubido, uh, I think. Uh, I forgot the coach, the New York Knicks coach. Um, but he had a falling out where he, like, just, like, kind of, like, popped off hardcore. Yeah, Tom Thibodeau. And, um, yeah, there's no way. After that, there was no way he's staying on that team. 
Um, I'm surprised when teams hit the finals, I'm surprised that they trade players away. So Max Struss got traded away from the Heat. Um, and Victor Oladipo, which, you know, understandable, he was injured a lot. So they, they really didn't get a lot of value out of him. It's it's an interesting offseason. It's one of my favorite offseasons in sports. I really don't really get, tap into football like I used to. I kind of just, uh, ever since they got on that racist shit, I just stopped really messing with them. Um, I guess Chris Paul and Jordan Poole, that's a huge one. I, I still don't understand how Chris Paul works in uh, the Golden State Warriors. One of, it's still one of my favorite teams. But um, I'm glad they got rid of Jordan Poole. It was way, way, way too toxic of a situation. That that Draymond situation was crazy. You can tell the energy when he was off the bench. Like, when he was, like, on the bench, you can see his energy during the playoffs was, like, wildly off. Um, he didn't look like he wanted to be there. Uh, Porzingis going to Boston Celtics is a dub. I like that trade. Gallinari to Washington is a good trade. Marcus Smart to Grizzlies. That's crazy that that, that Boston got rid of him. Um, but I think that's going to go well. Okay, the big one right now, I guess, is Chris Paul and then Bradley Bill on the Suns. That's going to be crazy. It's going to be interesting to see that. And everyone's kind of holding uh, their collective breath for what Damian Litter is going to do. He's forcing hands, and that works sometimes now. Like, the new NBA kind of, it works. Um I didn't know that that agents will call teams and say, hey, if you trade for him, we don't want to go there. So he's not going to play and he's just not going to fuck with you like that. So that's crazy. But I'm excited to see what happens um, with with the Damian Little situation, wherever he goes to. I think he wants to go to Miami. Um, And that's probably why they got rid of some of the the key players, the Struss, you know, who did do well in the playoffs and getting rid of Oladipo, who's been injured, trying to free up that space. It's interesting to see what happens. NBA trades are always crazy. Uh, the jet deadline should be in a couple of days, I think. Um, so all these will come to a head no matter what by then. And we'll figure it out. Now, um, Victor Yimbiana is in the Summer League. He had his game yesterday. He looks pretty good. He has great floor awareness. I'm, I am worried about his size. He's so tall and skinny. He looks like he's going to break. So I would like him to get more muscle. Um, Chet Holgram. Uh, like, is kind of was in the same boat. Got injured all last season because of, like, of the... Of the to me, the lankiness and the strength against these big guys gonna like who are just as fast as you are and just as athletic, but way stronger. <coughs> Excuse me, keep that in. Um, you know, that's that's it doesn't really bode well, but he even Chet, he put on some muscle, you know. So hopefully Victor, he's a kid, obviously 17, 18 years old. He has time to grow and get muscled. I just don't want him to get injured. So like we're, I'm we're, I'm watching him. He number one pick. I, I'm everyone's excited. He's supposed to be the new guy. So I'm just super excited. Um, Draymond Green on his podcast said, if anything, he's going to be a rim protector. And we all know that there's an NBA player who's not a good basketball player who's a rim protector who gets a big check and who's from France. He was taking a shot at Rudy Gobert, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, Moving on. Yesterday, when I was on Facebook, I saw a post. Uh, It was a picture of Kyle Kuzma, Lil Baby, and some dude hugging. And the guy who I don't really know very well, he's from the city of St. Louis. He raps. I know him from that. Um, but when we're friends on like Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, he made his post about praying for them. And so I said, why? And he misconstrued it with like, like, yeah, why are they hugging? Uh, but I was saying, why are we praying for them? And so then once he realized that I was not on the same side as him, he got defensive. And the, the, the whole thing was basically he's trying to be homophobic. And it's 2023 there is literally like i don't care if you're trying to sh- like troll 
I, I don't care about any of it. I don't care if you if, if you if you're joking or you're serious or you really do think it's a conspiracy. Like like you can't hug a man like if you're broken like that. But we I am not going to follow anyone who's homophobic in 2023. Like it's not going to happen. I I'm not on that energy. I'm not on that page. So he got blocked on everything. Um, you know he and he doubled down on it and saying like I was like man your your thought process is weird homie like that shit just like you just on some weird shit. And he was like, well, if, you know, the world is, is, is getting crazy and like all this stuff is, ha is all this is happening. So I, I'm okay with being weird. You're just, a, you're a loser, dude. Like you're just a fucking loser, bro. Like that's it. End of the day, that's it. And I, I'm not going to give it much more energy than that. It blocked on everything. Like we're not, no, un unfollow. Boom. No, 2020, no time for it. I got no time for it. It's over. Like, like, fuck you. Um, one thing that the internet has done this week, which I thought was crazy, was this whole Kiki Palmer Usher thing. Now, uh, if you don't know who Kiki Palmer is, you're—I uh, don't either, for real. I know she's famous. I know she's in movies. She was in um, uh, 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 what's in the Jordan Peele movie, uh, with Daniel Coulier. Uh, it was a great movie. What was the name of that movie? Nope. There it is. Um, awesome, right? Uh, so I see. I'm looking at now. She was a child actress uh she's made records she's been in movies she's dope very very dope and she was um at usher's like what do they call it residency and usher she was in a she's basically basically in like a swimsuit with a cover-up like that's what it looks like um and her partner darius jackson you know, Usher was singing to her, and it was you know they posted it or whatever, and it's it is what it is. Like they're they're celebrities. Like they it was it was nothing. It was it looked harmless to me, uh, but he jumped out the window, and got online and it was like Betty's basically shaming her for what she had on, and it brought up an issue of control for me. Uh, people are controlling, bro. Like in a in in the worst way, and I think it's because of a a, a, a lack of. Um, well, first of all, you're broken if you control your mate. Like you're you're fucked up. Like there's no reason to control anybody ever. The only people that you should control is your children. Um, and and please do that healthily, because like otherwise, you know, it's just gonna be fucked up too. But like you should not ever tell a woman what to wear, bro. Like and he's talking about it's the mother of my child. She's a mom. Like uh, blah blah blah. He's not even married to her for one, and for two, like why would you publicly shame your woman if that's like if you love her? And like even so she can wear whatever she wants bro like it's not like I, I don't understand where these people come from and i had a situation a few months ago at a bar where my wife was saying goodbye to two of our friends and uh she like rubbed their backs like just like you know put her hands on her back and like something happened between an old friend like we're no longer friends and my wife that i didn't like at all um and i never got the chance to address it um but like I didn't see the incident, the incident, but like my wife turned around and said, Hey, would you be like, would you be mad if you saw if I'm rubbing their back saying goodbye? So I instant, like instantly hopped up and rubbed their back too. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, what are you talking about? But that let me know that he's controlling in his relationship. And he tried to like bleed that over and like whatever. But like my theory is that like people don't really have a lot going on in their like work lives. They don't have any control. They don't have any power. 
So like they try to exercise that power in any way. And I and I feel like this is what Darius Jackson is doing. Like Kiki Palmer successful, she's famous, she's getting that bag. She probably she probably bringing home the bucks and he's probably I'm sure he works and he does his thing, but like sometimes like, you know, you're not going to make more than your wife. Like that's just what it is or your girl. Like this is what it is. So like he probably jumping out the window on some like, you know, like I got to control something, which is it's so broken and it's so not cool. I made a TikTok about it, Tech Supreme, you know, on TikTok. Um, and like people started commenting, like, you know, my my chick ain't gonna do London my broad. And I'm like, dude, I hope you I hope you're single. And he was like, nah, man, fuck you, bro. And I'm like, all right, my wife is do as I said. Like, dude, you're controlling, bro. Like at the end of the day, you were just controlling. You're just a controlling asshole. That's like, that's just it. And like, I mean, double down on it. And and if she's fine with it, that's fine. If your wife or your partner's fine with it, that's fine. But like just know what it is. You're 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 controlling. You're free. You're control freak. And like, that's abuse. Controlling someone's abuse. It's manipulation. It's crazy. It shouldn't have to even be said, you know. But like, that was just like a really dumb controversy thing, you know. But like, to me, the issue is actual trying to control people. Like, and that's and that's crazy to that you even talk about your 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 wife, your girlfriend or wife like that in in a public manner. Who's in you're not even public, like you're not even famous, but like you just putting her business out there, making her look bad, affecting her bag. That shit dumb. Um, on to more um, positive things. Marvel Secret Invasion. We're in, we're halfway through the season. I love it. I like it. It's definitely uh, like the Black Widow, like spy, the civil, uh, the not civil war, the Winter Soldier, like spy stuff. Super dope. Samuel Jackson is, is the goat. Um, I do love the guy who plays Telos. Um, and I'm sorry for forgetting his name. I think it's Ben Middleson. Um, yeah, Ben Middleson. And um, it's just top tier. Amelia Clark is in it. She's fire in it. And Kingsley Ben Adir, he's the villain. <clears throat> and they're setting up Super Scrolls, which is going to be crazy. Like if they pull that off, Super Scrolls were super dope in the comic books. Uh, I know there's one Super Scroll, but if I remember correctly, there was multiple Super Scrolls. I'm not sure. Don't remember. But if you like Marvel, this is a dub so far. We'll see where it goes as far as like the longevity of it or whatever, like how it's going to hold up or whatever. I think everyone's kind of been harsh on comic book content lately. I was talking on Twitter today with people. Um, and then I ended up talking to my homie today at the at a bar. Um, and uh, we were talking about how like the expectations of comic book stuff has changed because of how uh, uh, well executed Endgame was. Infinity War and Endgame in the first 10 years of the MCU was so well executed that everything gets hits with a, uh, a magnifying glass, but that can ruin it. So I just kind of want people to chill and just like kind of absorb the content and like see if you like is just listen, watch the story they're telling and then absorb it right before you hop out and just say like say like all oh, this is trash, this is mid. Like no, just let them tell the entire story. If you read the Seahawks comic books, the Seahawks show was fantastic. I read the She-Hulk comic books. I have the number ones over the over back here. Like I'm about the She-Hulk life, so I enjoyed the comic, the the the, the show, and I enjoyed the actress who played She-Hulk. She was fantastic, and I'm not doing her any service by not remembering her name, but you know that is what it is. I'm trying to look it up real quick. Uh, Tatiana Maslany, Maslany. She was fantastic. Of course, Jamila Jamil is one of my favorites because she's from the Good Place. She was in it. So shows they get run through the ringer because they're not in game but everything can't be in game dude it can't be uh moving on still on tvs uh from is on season two about uh three quarters of the way me and my wife have been binging binging it this week love it uh it's a good show man uh it's giving me lost vibes though so like i am a little bit on the fence on that i want to see where it goes 
Harold Pirineau. Uh, I hope I'm saying his last name, name correctly. He's kind of the lead. He plays uh, the sheriff of the town. If you haven't seen From, it's a crazy premise. People are the people are driving down the street. They come across a, a down tree, and then they become stuck in a loop, and they can never leave this town. And at nighttime, uh, these creatures who look like humans and talk like humans, they basically come and try to get you to come outside. They can't come inside your house, but they get you to come outside and they kill you. So like it's it's given lost vibes, but it's 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 decent. This last episode that we watched, I think episode seven on season two, was absolutely fire. I enjoyed that episode a lot. They have some missed episodes in there, but uh, for the most part, it's it's a dub. So watch it, enjoy it. I like it. You, I think you'll like it too if you haven't seen it. Um, again, the actors and actresses in here are all phenomenal. Uh, this is good, and it's a fun story. I mean, it's ter- definitely terrifying at parts. Um, but yeah, okay, I'll be right back. And we're back. I uh, took the kimono off, had to use the bathroom. Too much information. I'm cutting it out. Anyway, we're back. So, um, moving along. So, Morgan Wallen did two back-to-back shows in St. Louis. Um, he sold out Bush Stadium twice, which is a dub. That's awesome. Good for him. But the problem with it is... Um, you know, we, black people don't fuck with Morgan Wallen after like, he had the little controversy with him dropping in bombs when he got drunk or whatever, like super corny. And so I bring it up not to talk about Morgan Wallen. Cause I don't really, don't really know uh, too much about him. I don't know anything, anything about his music. I just know about the, the hard R that he was dropping in front of his house in Nashville. Um, shout out to his neighbors for not like not protecting him. Right. Um, my homie works for the Post Dispatch. He's the music writer, music editor. Um, he reviews a lot of concerts, and he made a post, uh, an article, and shout out to the Post Dispatch for even like saying, "Yeah, you can do that." Basically saying that, like, as a black man, I don't, I don't want to go support Morgan Wallen. I don't want to go to his concert. I don't want to feel, I will feel uncomfortable being that. And um, it was a very thoughtful, like, piece, you know, and it was very honest and and true to himself and it was just it was a wonderful article and it kind of expressed exactly how he felt about it and a sentiment that most you know people of color would probably say think about it um but the hate that he got and the racial comments it was so disgusting um there's not really much to talk about about this part but like it was just i just don't understand how people are so negative and so hateful online even if and then they don't even read the entire, you know, they don't even read the entire article. They read the headline. They see that a black man didn't like, doesn't want to go to Morgan Wallen. And then it's like, oh, I got to say something hateful. And I just don't understand trolls, man. Like, I don't get it. Like, why are people so miserable in their lives that they have to get online to, to, to try to hurt someone so they can feel better? Like, this makes sense. Like, people got to get to therapy, man. And like, I, it's, it's my fault for looking at comments or whatever and engaging. I try not to sometimes, you know, like I just get so mad that like people have to deal with it. And like Kevin Johnson, like, I, you know, I know him personally, like he's a great person. Um, and I just hate that he had to see that, you know what I mean? Like I had to deal with that. Like it's so, people are just so corny. It's just insane to me. If you make an account and first, like in my opinion, like, if you have a, a, a Twitter, you should be forced. I remember years ago when Facebook like made a switch Cause I was uh, Tech Supreme, the producer on Facebook, um, when, when I amassed my 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 um my initial Facebook following, um, and they made me change it to my real name, 
Um, and I didn't want to do that because I, at one point, I like out of the 5,000 people I had on Facebook, I only knew about 1,000, maybe 1,500 tops. Um, to say kind of still to this day, I'm, I'm around the 5,000 mark and I, there's so many, there's thousands of people I just don't know personally. Um, so I didn't want to put my real name out there. So I, I did Sebastian Lee What Sebastian was the name that I was using, uh, when I did takeout orders like Starbucks or something and Lee is my middle name. So I didn't really like want to have them have my personal name for some, for some reason. I, now I don't care because articles have come out about me. This is a humble flex articles come out about me and said my real name. So it doesn't really matter anyway, but like. I think Twitter should do something like, well, you have to verify the true or real person. Like you can't just put in, put in these random people as your profile picture with these random names. And this guy, um, this guy the other day was talking crazy to me on, on Twitter. So it took me 30 seconds to look him up. Like he, even though his name wasn't his name, he actually used his actual picture, which is surprising, but his name wasn't his name. And then I started calling him by his real name. Like, you know, like, chill out, bro. Like, I don't want to argue with you online. I'm telling him, like, I don't want to argue with you. And they dropped his real name. Like, chill out, bro. And I got so much more information on him. Like, I could have went, like, you know, like, it's, you're online, bro. Stop it. Stop being negative and being rude and mean online. Because, like, real life, you know, there's real life consequences. Um, People, I don't know, man. People are weird, bro. Like, yeah, yesterday, someone hit my car. A truck hit my car. And he definitely was going to act like he didn't hit my car. I just happened to drive by in my wife's car, headed to the gym. I saw a moving truck in front of my house. And I said to myself, let me go and move my car out the way. So they have enough space to move whatever my neighbor was moving. As soon as I hop out the car, look at my car, my car side windows destroyed, just demolished. I'm mad. I immediately know what it is. Like I, I haven't driven my car in a few days, but like, I know what it is. So I, um, pulled out the camera, text my wife, told her to come outside, pull out the camera. Sure enough, sure as shit, he hit my car. But when we approached him on it, he gave me all attitude. You know, but so you're in, you're in the city, you know, your attitude is going to have repercussions. He's when I was, I was getting angry and my wife was trying to, trying to chill me out. But then when he started mocking, like the dude started mocking, he's like a young guy in his 20, he owns the company. He, he did not give us his name and insurance. I'm, I'm definitely off the rails on this conversation, but like, you do, people do these things not knowing that it has real life consequences, right? Like, so you hop online, you talk reckless, that has real life consequences. You're in front of my house talking crazy, that has real life consequences. And luckily I'm rap tight, right? But some, I haven't always been rap tight for one. And for two, a lot of people aren't rap too tight. You're gonna learn a lesson and it's not gonna be a lesson you want to learn. You know what I mean? And like, you're gonna have this, this energy and you probably, you, you, you carry it online and anonymous and you probably get some, you feel like you're tough or something and then you, you take it out in real life. That might not end well for you. You know what I'm saying? So be a good person online and offline. Be who you are online as you are offline. Like, be a good person in both worlds. There's no there's no gains to being a, 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 an asshole, bro. Like, it honestly, can get, it, can, it can get you fucking killed. Like, like as blunt as I could put it, being an asshole can get you killed. Be a good person. It's simple, right? I don't, I don't get these people in, in, in the online world, in the real life world who like, like think shit is sweet, you know? Like, and I don't, I don't I'm not into threatening. I'm not into violence or anything. Like I'm just, a, I'm alive for 42 years. I know what consequences are to certain things. So, um, understand that the things that you portray online can bleed over into real life and if you don't believe me 
look it up look on youtube you search real life consequences for on being online like people get fucked up for that so like people need to chill man and be positive bro stop being trolls i, I wish if i wish trolls didn't exist they do it's they're miserable people but protect your peace protect your sanity don't be like me don't read comments um i'm gonna end this note on the happiest note that i can end it on if i'm from jersey right i'm a st louis guy though like in the heart but i'm also a new york new jersey guy new york guy cam and mace have a podcast and it's fantastic it's called it is what it is i don't even know if it's on like audio i only watch it on youtube and it is absolutely 100 percent fantastic now they're older guys they're older i'm 42 they're got to be closer to 50 um they say pause a lot so it's a lot of which is you know it's 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 the the roots for pause is homophobia it's stupid um but i don't think they mean harm in that but it's just an old like some some older people i try to tell some my wife about some some people that i know like they, they they're stuck in their ways they're kind of stuck they don't grow they don't mentally evolve and it's kind of sad I'm not saying cam and mace they're still too old to be doing pause jokes the whole time but it's outside that it's a sports podcast and it is really good time so if you get a chance check it out i never knew that cam and mace was going to have a podcast like you could never have told me that they just performed horse and carriage for the first time this year together and like that was like cam's first big song and mace was on the hook um so they have like a long history they had a group i forgot the name of the group but it was with big l um they have a long history so i'm glad they've settled their differences and i'm glad they've come together and i love their dynamic and if you like podcasts if you listen to this podcast you like podcasts right cam and mace podcast sports podcast super entertaining um shout out to them um and that's pretty much it this is the episode this is a saturday night it's late night um i'm about to go lay on the couch and watch some some tv or something um thank you for watching thank you for listening to rent free with tech supreme do me a favor uh like the podcast if you're on youtube hit the like button all that youtube stuff go to www.itsallcap.com right there we go um that's my company that's my embroidery company it's a this is my like my my designer line right and you see the, the it's all cap in the new york knicks logo i love that by the way um i have tons of, of hats and styles we ship fast go to it's all cap.com we're about to really push the whole brand this uh, the rest of this year like i got a lot of plans you know um but yeah so check it out thank you for listening thank you for watching i will catch you guys next time peace and uh be safe out there Break free. Break free.